Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate. That's your past. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. Damn, five yards. Score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Jay Foreman, Austin, on the ones and twos. This is old school, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, located in the great city of Lincoln, Nebraska, 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat and every type of cut. The second location is at 30th and uh, Yankee Hill. That's the fifth time I got it right Five this week. Five in a week. row. So it's all downhill from here. But without further ado, after the announcement last week of uh, the Hall of Fame hour of myself and my dad, we have been able to track him down. The man, the myth, the legend. People always. And your father. <laughs> and my dad. <laughs> That's right. Listen, man, <laughs> I've been telling people that usually I'm cool, calm, and collective. There's one person that can get my goat. It's, it's, it's uh, yourself. Uh, but I want to welcome you to my show. Welcome to you back to Lincoln. Everybody loved, you know, Austin, when my dad used to come down, people always still come up to me and talk about having great memories and uh in in the uh interactions they had with my dad um and dad to let you know there's a lot of viking fans here along with chiefs so you have a big uh okay. fanfare down here that have been begging for you to be on our airwaves i told him i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to handle it but i'll definitely uh handle it for the people that are listeners so well uh, welcome i won't be I, I appreciate you having me on you know no doubt about it and you told me about it last week so I'm here, ready to go, and I'll keep it pretty cool. How's that? <laughs> no, that's all good. We, we're going to – during the football okay. season, we'll, we'll be an hour. Right. Um, But, Dad, with the Viking fans and, obviously, you know, training camp going on, um, and obviously out of the Viking news, you know, not bringing back Dalvin Cook, people down here right. don't realize how good of a person, first and foremost, get Dalvin Cook was. But from a running back perspective, I always tell people, you know, if you want a glimpse into what my dad was, Dalvin Cook's a great – you know, kind of modern day example of him. Not the same running style. Obviously, you're a lot bigger than him. Yeah. But tell these people on our, or tell people about Dalvin Cook, both as a young man, but then well, also uh, the football player. Number one, Dalvin from Miami, and I have a lot of connections in Miami. A lot of people that knew him when he grew up. A lot of people that knew him when he was in junior high school, high school. I knew about Dalvin long before he came up here and the kind of type of talent that he had and the type of family he was from. But um, Dalvin was one of those is one of those unique running backs. 
He is what I call runner-receiver, no doubt about second to none. The only thing is that the Vikings didn't incorporate him in their in their passing offense as much as I thought they should. Because when you get a guy like that that has that one-on-one escapability, uh, you got to put him out there and, and get him one-on-one, especially with linebackers and things like that. They didn't do enough of that. Then they could have put him in the slot, and he could have done some other things, uh, you know, they didn't take advantage of, but you know, the money's the issue and you know, he's still got, I think three more years good to go, but it won't be here, but he's, uh, he was a great, he has a great talent. No question about it. That obviously we're in Cornhusker uh, country and I always tell people we, we, uh, we're a Miami household, you know, through and through. Um, right. And so people always wonder about coach Osborne and his ability to close. And I tell him that he he's a sneaky, sneaky closer, uh, very well adverse to everybody's background. Tell the people of you know, whatever two or three things um that really made you feel comfortable uh for me to come down here and be under Coach Osborne's care and come to the University of Nebraska. Well, I, I just knew when he came when when I met him and how can I put it? You know, I had a lot of respect from him for him before I met him because I had met some guys that played for him. And when I met Coach Osborne and, you know, he was straight up uh, with with us about, you know, if you came to Nebraska, what what he wanted to do. And um, he, because, you know, you guys had Lawrence Phillips at the time, and he thought that you, even though you were a really good back, he thought that you would be an exceptional defensive player if you were willing to redshirt. But he was just when he when we were talking and all the things he was talking about getting you through college and making sure you graduate, the graduation rate, and all this type of thing. And and when you went down there for your visit, you know you obviously told me Miami was out the picture. But he had a, a trust. I trusted him with you. You know, he. I knew he was going to do the things that he would need to do to make you get through, and that includes if he had to discipline you. So, uh, fortunately, we didn't have to go through that, but um, one of the finest people I've, I've had the privilege to meet, and I'm glad you had an opportunity to play for him. Just and, a unique person. You know, Dad, we've had, uh, it seems like, almost like we're on, approaching 400 consecutive sellouts. And obviously, you know, you've been a part of that coming down in, in uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to play and you fortunate, fortunate enough to have you watch me play for the people from, you know, you obviously, play, you know, played in some big games in, in the NFL and in the Super Bowl. But talk about your perspective when you first came down here and experienced a Saturday home game right. at the University of Nebraska. Well, the first thing I experienced was my first time going to Lincoln to to attend one of your games. I left like I don't know what it was, and I figured I'd get there. You know, half an hour before the game, I left enough time, which was about six, five, six hours. Yeah. And I drove down there, and I got to uh, Omaha. And it took me three hours to get from Omaha to Lincoln. And when I got to the game, the game had already started. So, you know, it was still the first quarter, but I was like, I couldn't believe the amount of people. That, I mean, the people, number one, and the and the commitment that they have. And the one thing I think Nebraska has that most schools don't have, where they got a fan base that's just as loyal as can be. They've got uh, everything that you need to have to be a great program. And, and then that support that you have, and it's unwavering, you know, 
I mean, it's not always perfect. The team's always not the best, you know, you know, but when you got a fan base like that and a commitment like that from those people and the supporters of the program, you know, you, uh, you can go a long way. And I really enjoyed every minute I was down there in Lincoln. Yeah. People don't know that, uh, one of my, uh, pre, I, you know, I didn't have a lot of pregame rituals, but I, my dad was fortunate enough to, you know, that was one of the reasons I wanted to come here. Cause I knew that he could, you know, come to, you know, every game. Well, one game, he, you know, he'd always have the same kind of tickets and same area. He wasn't in there, had a little car trouble, but he made it. So, you know, I think, it, you know, his experience coming down, uh, I do remember that first game, it was a little late. I, I tried to tell him that there's going to be a lot of people at the game. I wasn't even used to this many people, and I was <laughs> walking over from the dorms. But, uh, um, you, you know, Dad, where Nebraska is, um, you know, your alma mater, <laughs> Miami, is a little bit. You know, I think uh, I'll give you that you guys might be a, a step ahead of us, but not really, okay? I know right. you Miami Hurricanes like to think you win one game, you guys are back. But give us right. a give us your snapshot prediction, or your overall feeling of what Mario Cristobal is doing with your Hurricane uh, or the Miami Hurricanes uh, down there. First of all, like Coach Osborne, there's a trust there. You can trust what he tells you. You believe what he tells you. I watch his interaction with the with the players. His interaction. My, I only had a five minute conversation with him, but when I was that finished with that conversation, I'm like, wow, you know, I might be, you know, whatever I'm, how old I am, but I can go play for him. He's got that type of uh, uh, impact on players because, you know what, for a player to be the best that he can be, the one thing he's got to be able to do, he's got to trust his coaches. They've got to be honest with him. You you need to be able to tell the players what they need to know, not what they want to hear. And I think – and it's how you say it to them. And and so I think Coach Coach Cristobal, like Coach Osborne, has that unique ability to communicate with their players – and to get them to believe in themselves and make them understand, you know, the commitment that you got to make when you step on that college football field. I mean, it's like, you know, when you go from high school to college, it's a big, big step. And that's how you separate. You know, you get a lot of kids to come to come to college and they got a lot of ability in high school. Then they don't make it in the college level. That's because they're not ready to make that commitment to be the best that they can be. But first of all, um, like Coach Oswald, has that unique ability. Because I was down there for the spring game and but stayed down there for a week, and he's got the program going back in the right direction. Uh, Dad, before we we got the Royals coming on, so we're gonna uh, this is gonna be the last question, but you know, obviously, we'll be able to go a whole hour during the football season. Okay, I, I always tell people about this about what you told me about the the uh, the players or the, the kids coming in at freshmen from different states, mm-hmm. California, Texas, and Florida. And people didn't believe me when, when I always I always recite it, and people look at me like I'm crazy. But you actually told me. So now that we got the person that said it, we were we're going right to the source. Tell me what you said about it and the reason why you said it to get me to focus in on. Once I get to college, everybody's equal, and you can play with them. Well, I know one of the things I told you on our drive down there. Remember that? Yeah. I told him. I said, "Hey, everybody comes down here is going to be an All American. You know, they're going to be paper All American." But you better put that on the shelf. They got to show you what they can do. And I don't want to hear, you know, you, you go down there just like me when I go, when I went to school, you know, when I went and I read, and I read about all these guys that were coming in and they were supposed to be great. And I told, I told Jay, I said, look, you get on that field, you know, you're going to find out. 
that everybody isn't as great as, you know, their print says they are. They got to show you. And so, I, I mean, that's one of the things I told you of many things I've told you over the years, but, you know, you got to show me. Yeah, and that, that was I, I never forgot it, man. And uh, we'll we'll dive into more of it, Dad, when we get our show. I, I... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I did you know, let the cat out the bag. I told him about the uh, Kevin Sumlin story that, which is when he tried to ask you if I was going to redshirt at Minnesota and uh, <laughs> Barry Alvarez, which we, me, you know, I'll tell you what, dad, the Barry Alvarez, when he was a coach at Wisconsin, I saw him at big 10 media days. We made amends. He mm-hmm. said he, he admitted that he made a mistake, but uh, you know, we'll be able to dive into more stuff like that. Dad, we're going to let know, you go. You know, well, go well, ahead. You know, I, um, they were saying what I said. I'm like, you're not even you. You're not even in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that was one of the conversations we had when those coaches were, or when he said that. But you know, it all worked out better yeah, for you. Yeah, and it did. It worked out good for him too. Experience with being down there, so it's all great. Well, appreciate it, Dad. I'll call you when we get out of here. We gotta we gotta end this show because the Royals are coming on. They they pay the big bills, right. so. uh Appreciate you coming yeah. on. A little teaser for what's going to come. And uh, that's yeah, all. Yeah, my granddaughter, Celia, I tried to call her, man. She's not returning my phone call. But get on it. <laughs> I know. I'll tell her, man. They, I'll, right. I'll get on as soon as I get out of here, man. All right. Thanks. All right. All right appreciate it. Bye. You see that, Austin, man? You know. Beautiful. It, 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 some things ain't changed, man. He's going to tighten me up before every time I get out, I gotta get my get my kids uh, calling back the grandfather. But, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that I was very fortunate to have is a dad that's been through it and somebody that, you know, he didn't never really. I mean, he kind of gave me a little when I play running back, he gave me some tips and stuff like that. But it wasn't like, you know, Todd Marinov is a dad where it was eat, sleep and drink football. He, he really, you know, and to be honest with you, he did a really good job of sheltering me from any outside pressure, you know, and just wanted me to be as much of a kid as I could under the circumstances of being Chuck Foreman's son and try to be the best I could be. He told me like, look, be a good teammate. And I always want you better play hard. He's like, I don't care how good you are. I want you to play hard. And he, maybe he knew I was a decent athlete, but he just kept it real simple. And he always kept it real simple. Um, and then, you know, it was really good. You know, I, I had had a car in high school and worked mm-hmm. for it. Uh, he decided that, uh, and it wasn't a, much of a conversation. I wanted to bring it, you know, I wanted to be the cool kid, but he was like, nah, I got to see those first semester of grades. And he thought it would be good for me to learn that, you know, look, walk back and forth to, to practice, mm-hmm. all that stuff, what everybody else was doing. It was good. I didn't, you know, but, uh, it made me work harder in school. 
but that six and a half six and a half hour drive seven hour drive was was probably it play it, it was huge for me you know because i mean i got in the car look i i mean i was just showing up and i was just there you know they ain't lifting no weights <laughs> I, i'm here you know what i mean and but you know really i, I remember it and every time i you know because sometimes we play in council bluffs and then you got that sign it says like welcome to the good life right there mm -hmm. you know and it was right as soon as we got there we were and i'll never forget it it, it was about five or six o'clock in the in the you know early evening you know sun was in there and we and we had music on we were just talking we had sports radio on because we'd always listen to sports radio and as soon as we hit that he turned it down he's like we about to have a talk and i'm like damn like i'll take it like what I, I can't be in trouble i'm going to college <laughs> then i'm thinking like if i am tr in trouble you gone tomorrow so i'm good right so i can deal with it but uh you know he, he was just like he went over it all he was like look man these dudes are gonna come in from here they're gonna act like they invented football he was like man they ain't nothing he's like you gotta i mean it really and every time i had a challenge right every time i had to meet the challenge like i started as a redshirt freshman they moved me then I had to compete for. He was like, "They got to show you, man. They ain't you. They ain't you know. They, they got to take it from you. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, they can't. You know, Nebraska's too good. They ain't gonna be giving them nothing. Then, like, you know, so every single. So what it did was I had that in my back pocket. Not even talking about X's and O's, more of the mental aspect to help me deal with all the stuff I had to deal with on the field. So when I was going through stuff, it was like a sense of calmness. Now, it never was fun. Uh, but it was like, you know, life lessons and stuff like that, that he, you know, kept me in line and, you know, he, you know, it was a little bit of a tense moment or tense moments when I decided to go to Nebraska, um, you know, cause you know, look, man, everybody in the family, we grew up watching Nebraska or Miami play Nebraska, beat Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I was dead set on that. I mean, everything I did from my sophomore year to, going to my senior year was to get a phone call from Miami. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because my dad and uncles went there and family friends went there and I wanted to it's be there. Family business. Right. Um, and you know, they called and stuff, but then once I started to kind of see some other things, you know, I felt like, you know, it was really important for my, I felt like, you know, it'd be good for my dad to see me play. Now I will tell you, I didn't come down here thinking that I was going to be starting you know, on the football team a year later, mm -hmm. there, there's no way if you would have asked me, no way I would say no way. I, there's no way I could have. But what happened was, um, I'd never done anything before. And so once I kind of felt like, you know, it was working for me and got, you know, a little stronger and bigger, I got a little confidence. So I was mm -hmm. like, all right, let's just roll with it and see what I can do. And it was new to me to play defense. You know, I always was an offensive player. I was always a running back. You know, your dad's Chuck Foreman. You go right to running back. You know, I ain't playing <laughs> quarter. Know. Right. That was it. Yeah. Hey, it, it, no discrepancies right there <laughs> to running back. Um, you know, I was good enough for it to, you know, I mean, I had plenty of schools recruit me at running back, you know, like Iowa, Michigan State. And all, they looked at me running back and, you know, some at receiver just because of my height. But, uh, you know, I, I played two or three games on defense in high school. And, uh, you know, Nebraska, you know, was looking at me at both. I certainly wasn't going to be cut blocking. I definitely wasn't going to be doing <laughs> nope. that. Or I, I mean, I would have, but I wouldn't have liked it, you know, because I, I, I wanted to. And then I never got to play defense before. 
and um and so it was all new to me so it was kind of like a match made in heaven somebody that's willing to look at other options the other options are there we had troy dumas on i think last week Mm -hmm. who took me under his wing same with clint brown and then everybody else that was ahead of me right when i was going into spring ball that next uh or in that you know following spring Mm -hmm. you know all six of the dudes that were ahead of me you know had different check marks and one of the best things my dad ever told me was everybody has a weakness including you <laughs> right right yeah. and he's like you got weaknesses right now right it's like you better Thanks, we, he, well he was like you need to look he's like you need to recognize your weaknesses and then turn them into strengths mm-hmm. right um and that's just the he, he didn't say it in a negative way he was just brutally yeah. honest but just a fact he would say something that could be perceived as negative but then put the positive like this we're going to take this and use it in a positive way mm-hmm. and he's like everybody has a weakness right whether it be academics focus doesn't work hard you know likes to party too much so forth and so on he's like you he's like you sit back and see it and he's like don't do it to this extent that they do it or don't do it at all he's mm-hmm. like have fun but be smart surround yourself with good people then you'll make good decisions he's like find somebody that's doing it right and do it your way by following them. So those are the things that I was able to do. And it, then, you know, the biggest thing that they did down there was helping me with time management, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, when I would study, when I would study football, lift and all that other stuff, and then off I went. So I was a project, quote unquote, athlete that hit because I had never done anything like these kids are doing now. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any trainers. We might have played a few games of seven on seven. Might have. I think I know we did, but it wasn't anything to this intensity. Yeah. It was like, a high, you know, we'd show up and just be in shorts and T-shirts. We didn't have no. Just running around. Running around. Yeah. And I'm going go route all the whole time. <laughs> right. Um, And so, you know, it was a, a perfect match. And, and the opportunity was there. And then, the you know, I kind of took it from there. But, you know, from, my, you know, me and my dad, he was constantly in my corner uh, pushing me, you know what I mean, in a different way. Uh, he never put any expectations of, you're my son, you got to be doing this. He, his only expectation was, uh, you, you when I come to the games, you better play hard. And that's a testament to your dad and his approach, because I think what we see a lot of parents, I'm sure you've dealt with this, I know right. I have trying to coach their kids when they're not their coach. Right. And your dad would have had every right to say, what do you know about the running back position that I don't? Right. What right. I can tell my son is better for his career than anything you can tell. Right. He would have had every right to do that as, yeah. as your dad, as an NFL Hall of Fame caliber career. Right. But he didn't. Yeah, He, he, never... he took the life aspect of it, trusted the Nebraska coaches with oh, their yeah. development, and was there for you in the way the father needed to be. Sure. Let the coaches be there for you in the way the coaches needed to. Yeah, That's he, a testament to him. He never stepped in in any coaches growing up. You know, the funny thing, when I first started playing football, when, you know, we'll talk about it on the Hall of Fame hour, is like, you know, I lied to him. I never hardly, I never lied to my dad, man. I lied to him and, and went and rode my bike and signed up for it. Forge a signature and everything because I wanted to play football. Mm-hmm. So he realized I wanted to play that bad. So once he would just – so the pressure wouldn't be there, he would sit in the end zone in his car. So people wouldn't bother him and I wouldn't, you know, whatever. And then always like, man, you play hard, good game. That was it. And then we'd be talking about where, you know, we'd go to a Lions tap, which was, you know, I felt like if I played good, he was going to take me to Lions tap, get a burger. Right. And so <laughs> that was it. And then, uh, you know, there was a couple of times that, you know, he probably, you know, in college that he had, you know, 
have some conversations, but it was more of a lot uh, for it was it wasn't about what's best for me. It was like, I, why are you lying to my kid? Mm, I got and you. my dad always said he's like, you never approach a coach unless he's unless he's lying to you or like, you know, my kids or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, because then it becomes a, a trust thing. Because right. he's trusting the coach, and, and he, now, you're, now you broke that trust. So now we mm-hmm. got to figure out how we can kind of get past it. So, can we get past it, yeah, or what's got? How to will you can work around it? And um, mm-hmm. and you know he, you know, like I said, he was just he put a real, real simple on on me or whatever, and you know he was proud of me or whatever and, and stuff like that. But uh, you know sometimes I was kind of like yearning for him to say something great about me in the paper, but he kept it real low profile, and I really appreciate it because I see there was a bigger, bigger. Uh, uh, purpose of it so hey i appreciate him being on uh the royals are coming up next we hope everybody has a good weekend uh huskers gonna be banging again tomorrow and i think they get a sunday off or sundays off and they'll be back at it so if there's some news on the weekend we'll let you know if not we'll see you monday jay foreman and austin will be well we are out of here we're not gonna be back we are out of here we'll holla <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.